Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. Today, this is really a great conversation. We are talking to CBD business owners about CBD for pets. All of us are such big pet lovers. We've all got dogs and cats and whatnot. And by the end of this episode, you will be able to have new information that you can share with your clients and customers about environmental pet stress and behavior issues surrounding the upcoming 4th of July holiday. Thanks. I know. So we're going to break this down to many conversations. First, you'll learn about the latest research on CBD and pets. Then you'll get strategies for helping your pets with separation from owners during CBD. And we all know that lots of owners are going back to work. So that's a a very timely topic. And then finally, you'll deep dive into whether CBD will help your pets during the 4th of July fireworks. And if you're joining us live, feel free to jump in on the conversation by answering this question. Whether you get questions as a CBD business owner about how CBD will help your customers, dogs, or cats. So feel free to drop that into the comment section and we'll be sure to get back to you. And remember, there's a free downloadable one sheet, as always, with every episode. Um, This week, it is Stay Ahead of What's Happening in Your Industry, which helps you think about Um, what's timely and helps you stay on top of the latest CBD information. So make sure to grab that on our website, movethestairs.com with today's blog post. So Diane, let's get started. All right. So we are so pleased that Dr. Tim Shu is joining us today. Hi, Dr. Shu. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for doing this with us. So Dr. Shu is a veterinarian and CEO of Vet CBD. And I first heard Dr. Shu speak about maybe a year ago, and I learned so much. So I'm thrilled that you're with. I think we may have had a technical hitch there, but I'll, I'll pick up um, from where Diane left off. Dr. Shu, we're so glad that you're joining us on the podcast today because it seems like CBD is kind of moving in that direction. And part of brand protection PR is knowing the latest information and having it on hand when you have clients or customers who are asking for it. And another part of it is exhibiting your expertise and thought leadership. So 
about how to talk about CBD in particular, how to talk about it with pets without getting into the medical claims. And, uh, you know, it, it's a bit of an art and a science. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, speaking about the the studies that have been done, there's a lot of interesting studies um, that uh, you know show show different benefits um, in terms of how we're able to talk about that. Um, uh, that's where it gets to be uh, very very tricky, and a lot of people may not understand that. Um, you know, just because uh, you know there's a study that shows. Uh, something is beneficial for this or that condition does not necessarily mean that you're able to talk about uh, the benefits of, say, CBD for this or that condition. Um, so it, it does get to be a little bit tricky. And that's where, uh, you know, companies and brands and even consumers uh, may have misunderstandings. That is so very helpful. I'm glad we've got Diane back. Diane, we just sort of carried on. So we'll pick up right where we were. But Dr. Shu, can you talk about and give us kind of a, a, a picture of the latest research that is um, out there available, or maybe even you might know about research that's ongoing about the effectiveness and the use of CBD in dogs and cats? Yes, over the years, uh, you know, traditionally because cannabis has been Schedule One substance, uh, it's been incredibly difficult for researchers to study just because they have to jump through so many hoops and register with so many different organizations just to be able to study a Schedule One substance. Now, with the Farm Bill uh, in 2018, uh, that really opened up the way for a lot more companies to be able to study, um, you know, CBD, even THC, um, and the other uh, components of the cannabis or or the hemp plant technically. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, the actual studies that have come out, you know, we've seen studies from Cornell, Colorado State University, uh, Baylor's College of Medicine, um, and there are other universities that are uh, conducting studies that uh, we hope to be able to see soon. Uh, it's not just the U.S. Uh, we are seeing a lot of studies come out of European countries and uh, Israel as well. Um, so Italy actually has uh, has been putting out a lot of studies, uh, in particular as it pertains to dogs. Um, that uh, seems to be where more of the studies are oriented towards, uh, more dogs. Um, would love to be able to see more studies towards cats and also horses, um, but I, I think they're on the horizon. That's great. And Dr. Shu, what's the main reason or main couple reasons that people come to you and ask for CBD for their pets? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons um, in terms of uh, what we utilize it for is uh, one of the big ones is uh, supporting joint mobility. Um, you know, as, as uh, our, our pets get older, um, you know, they tend to have uh, issues with their joints, just like with people. Um, and we find that uh, CBD can be very beneficial for supporting healthy joints. Um, another big one is stress. You know, it's not just people that get stressed, but uh, animals experience stress as well. And what we've seen over the years is that uh, CBD is uh, very beneficial for providing a calming effect for a lot of these stressed animals. Um, also brain health and GI health, um, you know, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, due to age related changes, um, we do find benefits in those categories as well. So I'm curious, and it always seems like CBD companies, whether it's on social media, in you know media interviews, on a podcast record, um, no one wants to make any medical claims. So how should people be talking about the impacts of CBD? And what are some of the more correct phrases that aren't going to get you in trouble with, say, the FDA when you're talking about um, particular ailments such as stress? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a, it, it's certainly something that's very tricky to navigate. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not easy. Uh, you know, there there are um, certain things that uh, we we can look to uh, other categories uh, that have kind of navigated this over the past years. Um, you know, for example, glucosamine chondroitin supplements. Um, you know the. We, we all know what glucosamine is used for, um, but uh, you, you won't find that exact language on the packaging. And so that's why whenever you're looking at glucosamine products, it's always like hip and joint support. Um, and so those are along the similar lines that uh, we, we have to utilize when it comes to cannabis and hemp. Um, so we can look towards the supplement industry that has already kind of gone through the ringer. Um, with a lot of these uh, claims and what you can and can't say. You know, it's it's so interesting because I think that's one of the biggest questions and, and one of the biggest fears that so many business owners have is that they're going to say the wrong thing and they're going to provoke the FDA to send them one of those nasty grams. And we don't like that. So it's your turn now out there in podcast land. And if you're watching us on Facebook or your LinkedIn or YouTube, Please let us know what kind of questions you feel about CBD and pets so that, well, we've got Dr. Shu here. We can ask him. Or if you are listening later, we'll send him the questions and see if he'll give us an answer. I'm sure he will. He's he's really good about that. And don't forget, we have that uh, free downloadable one sheet. Stay ahead of what's happening in your industry. It's chock full of actionable strategies to help you. And you'll find that on our movethestairs.com website. We'll have a link to it from our blog, which will go up shortly after the podcast record. And remember, move the stairs means take whatever life gives you and make the most out of it. Just work with it. Stay within the boundaries and you'll be surprised at what you'll be able to learn and how creative you can be and how you can move your business forward. All right, so we're moving on to the next uh, topic. And we know that experts report that 20 to 40% of dogs um, suffer and they're really unhappy when they're separated from their owners. As Diane said, I mean, so many of us, many of us have been working from home for the past year and now we're all headed back into the office and what are our critters gonna do without us? And while so many people adopted pets during COVID, you know, to keep them company or they were home, um, Dr. Shu, do you expect the number, that 20, 40% to increase um, as we all head back to the office? Yeah, so dogs especially are pack animals. And so they're social creatures. Uh, you know, what, what that means is they, they love being around other, other dogs, other humans. Um, but, uh, when we, we choose to take on pets, uh, you know, we have this responsibility and we build a bond with them. And, you know, a lot of people for the past year have been spending, uh, every single day with their pet, uh, you know, day and night. Um, and so, so these animals have gotten used to that bond. And so it, it is going to be difficult for a lot of these animals going back, uh, or, or going to, into the situation, uh, for the first time. Uh, where, where the owner is gone for significant portions of the day, you know, eight to 10 hours. Um, and so this is going to be a, an adjustment that they're not used to. Um, and it, it's you, people are going to have to to come up with creative solutions, wh- whether it's uh, doggy daycare, where they're able to play with other animals, um, getting a second dog, getting a second pet, uh, so that, that that way they have that pack bonding. 
Um, you know, I'm, I've always been a fan of uh, having having dogs in, in groups um, just because they are social animals so that if, if you step out for a couple of hours, at least they have each other. Um, but it, it is going to be quite an adjustment period for a lot of these animals that have uh, not experienced that before. I think that's a great point. Um, and boy, we saw it too. And we brought in our, our we have a little long haired Chihuahua that we uh, brought in last um, right around the holidays last year. And oh man, he just hit it off with our, our little puggle so well. I mean, they were both so happy to have each other's company. It was awesome. Can you to tell see. that M and C are like <laughs> big dog people? <laughs> all all I, I could think of was bingo pajama going to doggy daycare. That's Sarah's dog. Yeah, I have a Boston Terrier, and he turns himself into just a puddle of goo when he goes to doggy daycare. Yeah. Wanted... To... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be a lot of fun for them. Um, you know, just got to get creative and understand that they have their social needs just like we do. So I wanted to uh, bring the conversation back to, you know, CBD here, because we know from research that CBD does help with human stress. So what are the big differentiators between CBD for pets and for humans, especially when you're kind of diving into that area of stress? I think probably, um, you know, the, the amounts that are utilized are going to be a little bit different. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're talking about a 150 pound person versus a, a 10 pound dog, uh, the amounts that are going to be utilized and the amounts that we find to be effective are going to be different. Um, but some of the principles are the same. Uh, for example, the, the amount that's most beneficial for person A and person B may be completely different. And that's the same case with uh, animals. You may have a 40 pound, two 40 pound dogs, um, and, and one may be great with uh, two milligrams and, and another may need 10 milligrams to achieve those same results. Um, and so the general mantra of starting low and gradually increasing the amount to find the, the, optimal, uh, the optimal amount to, to utilize um, remains the same, uh, just like it is with people. I just had a quick follow-up to that too, Dr. Shu. Um, you mentioned kind of the weight there is a prime example. Obviously, we have so many different breeds of dogs out there as well. Do you find that, you know, things differ between not only the weight, but also the, the breed of dog that may be coming in and looking for treatment? So we haven't looked into the breeds yet. Whether there are breed-specific differences, no one really knows could there be? Absolutely. Uh, we know that certain breeds have genetic predispositions to certain diseases, disorders. Um, could that be the same with the endocannabinoid system? Uh, quite possibly. The endocannabinoid system is an incredibly complex system. And uh, I, I think it's it's safer to, to bet uh, that there are some differences between breeds with the, how their endocannabinoid system is structured. Um, to, to what extent, we simply don't know yet. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, the differences between a 10 pound dog and a hundred pound dog, um, we provide guidelines, uh, for, for about, uh, where to start with. Um, and this is based off of our, our past six years of experience. That's great. And, and I'm interested out there, um, for the people that are listening, if they've heard any stories about how CBD has impacted their animals, especially when, um, if they've started to go back to work and they have that environmental stress, how is it working with the animals? We'd love to hear. 
And let's look ahead really quickly to next week. I want you to join us on Move the Stairs when we will talk to Colorado state leaders about the new labeling regulations, where you need to list THC milligrams instead of percentages on your CBD labels. That's a big deal. Invite, uh, you can email or post your questions now. And if you have uh, certain things that you want answered, let us know and we'll see if we can get answers to those questions next week. And I just wanted to follow up, uh, Dr. Shu. It's for somebody who's sitting here talking to somebody who's an expert in the industry, the fact that this research isn't out there yet and somebody will work on it someday it's really fascinating that they're going to make a difference, um, you know, through their research. And I'm really excited for that. But before I kind of go off on a tangent, I want to jump into topic number three here um, and how, you know, we always work at MNC with our clients to provide, you know, ideas that they can and content that they can share in either their monthly emails or social media or even in person as they're interacting with their um, their consumers. So what do you tell your clients about how CBD can impact, you know, their four-legged friends who are really scared when it comes to the booming of 4th of July fireworks, my little chihuahua, anytime we get a rumble of thunder, I mean, that this poor little guy just pants for the next three hours and there's just nothing we can do for him. Yeah, that, that's been one of the, the biggest challenges. Uh, you know, July 5th is actually the busiest time of year for shelters. And the reason why is because the night before on July 4th, so many animals are running away from the noises. Uh, it's really unfortunate. Um, and, and, and there are some solutions that people have tried out there. Um, you know, I, I have uh, some personal experience with it because, um, you know, uh, one, one of my uh, dogs before she passed away, uh, she used to be terrified of loud noises. Uh, and it, when, when I utilized uh, cannabis for her, um, it, it, it was a night and day difference. It was remarkable. Uh, I, I still recall the story of, uh, you know, she used to be terrified whenever a, a loud car uh, drove by. And after using cannabis for her, we, there was one 4th of July where I took her out on a walk in the neighborhood on the 4th of July as the fireworks were going off. And she was okay with it. And years before, this is the same dog that would have freaked out and started shaking whenever a loud car was driving by. Uh, so it was a night and day difference. And, you know, we've talked to so many pet owners over the years, uh, and, and they've told us about how much CBD is able to make a difference in the lives of their pets because of the, the noise and the environmental stress from holidays like the 4th of July and the fireworks going off. That's really an amazing story. So you've got your own personal experience with this. Yeah. And, you know, talking to a lot of uh, our clients, it, it's been it, it's it's been so remarkable to hear about, you know, how, how these pets were previously, um, you know, traumatized from the, the noises and the sounds and, and then going to a, a place where, where they're calm and they're relaxed. Um, and, and they're able to tolerate those sounds is, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's an, it's a wonderful and amazing thing. I think this is the, the perfect discussion right now because part of brand protection PR is establishing yourself as a thought leader and thinking ahead of what's coming up so that you have answers to questions or you could even pose questions and put information in that monthly email, in any of that social media outreach that you're doing and talking about 4th of July, it's the perfect time to do that and really boost your brand protection PR. 
So Dr. Shu, we really, really appreciate your um, input and everything that you've brought to this conversation. Will you let the listeners uh, and viewers know where they can find you and get more information about vet CBD? Uh, they can reach out to us at vetcbdhemp.com and uh, feel free to email us or call us. We, uh, we're a group of veterinary professionals and we love just being able to provide information and help pet owners out however we can. And Dr. Shu, do you have any um, speaking engagements that are coming up, um, other places, webinars, anything like that where people can learn more and spend more time with you? Yeah, the best place to to uh, follow up with that is to sign up on our email list. Uh, you know, we've always got things going up, especially with, uh, um, you know, restrictions being li lifted. The states are opening back up. Uh, conferences are starting back up. Uh, so we've got a couple things planned for the rest of this year. But uh, the easiest way to keep up with us is to sign up on our email list. And you can do so at vetcbdhemp.com. Oh, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And for you out there in podcast land, let us know what you think. Um, we'd love to hear your comments about today's conversation. And uh, just briefly recap, uh, Dr. Shu shared his expertise with us and the latest research and where we're seeing it, not only here, but worldwide when it comes to pets and CBD, um, offering strategies also on for helping pets. So you may be dealing with separation anxiety as folks are headed back to work. And then offered some personal experience on how uh, he has seen these products help pets deal with loud noises and how 4th of July being right around the corner may be worth something exploring. So thanks so much for joining us on this week's Move the Stairs podcast. We're here to help you protect your CBD business with Brand Protection PR. Let us know how we can help you and drop us a line. And remember, join us again next week. Thanks so much. Thank you again, Dr. Shu. Thanks for having me.